Hey everybody, quick notes from Steve here. This is episode two of our second D&D campaign that we are playing. We'll be airing these um, every other week along with our other campaign that we're running. So this one we're going to title An Unlikely Alliance. And we have Adrian DMing this one. We've got Devin. Um, John is playing and I am playing when I have time and when I can. But otherwise it'll probably mostly be those guys for a while until schedules change. Um, so this will play this week, and then we'll do our second campaign the week following, and we'll just kind of leapfrog campaigns this way, just because we want to bring you the content. And schedules are hard, and we can't always, you know, record this on a consistent basis with everyone, and until we figure that out, this is how we're going to release these. So you can send feedback at shutupandrespawn.com, let us know what you think of the show, um, if we need to change anything, what your thoughts are. Either way, we would really appreciate it. So until next week, it's time to shut up and roll for initiative. All right. So just a quick recap of the last episode. You guys all met in Neverwinter uh, under auspicious circumstances. Um, uh, Gundren and Sildar had gone ahead to the town of Phandalin, and they wanted you to escort a caravan. Along the way, escorting the caravan, you ran into some trouble, some dead horses, <laughs> and a lot of singing, um, and an ambush. Uh, ambushed by goblins, uh, which led you to a secret trail and a few traps to a hideout of the goblins on your way to the hideout you encountered a couple of traps and then also um ran into the guard outpost at the entrance once you went into the cave you discovered uh, a wolf's den literal wolves um and then proceeded to break uh for camp before venturing further into the hideout the the cave itself so as you break camp and agree to take turns for watch, you fall into a unrestful slumber. In the middle of the night, you're awoken with a shout. And as you reorient yourselves, waking up suddenly, uh, you look around in the uh, forest area that you're in, and you notice that um, while Finn is here and Duffin is here, Jim is nowhere to be found. Dastardly Jim. His camp roll is still there. His equipment is still there. Um, but for whatever reason, he is not. All right. Ha! Howard ran away. Maybe he was going to be worse. To turn tail and just leave us like this? Or perhaps he was captured. I'm going to go with he left us. I'm in the same boat. I think he was tired of getting blood all over his clothes because he couldn't really fight. And I'm sure he just left. Maybe he died. <laughs> Coward's death. Oh, snap. Do you think we should all investigate? Right. <laughs> I don't know. Should we investigate? Do we even care enough to investigate why he's not? (laughs) 
Do either of you want to investigate the area? And see if he left us any gold or anything. Ooh, that's a good idea. If he left us any gold, I like it. <laughs> uh, Duffin has investigation as a proficiency. I do. What do I need to roll? Um, a d20. d20, okay. And add a plus four to it. I got a natural... I don't know if you can see that. Oh, 20. Nice. What a, what a 20 to waste it on. I know. Okay. investigation roll. We better yeah. find something. <laughs> yeah, seriously, right? Duffin on CSI. Uh, there are signs of a struggle by Jim's bedroll. Uh, a lot of kicked up dirt and branches. And there appears to be a trail of, uh, uh, like, scuffs in the ground, like someone being dragged away. Huh. It appears he didn't just leave us. Mm. Maybe he's not such a coward. I'm sure he fell asleep on watch. (laughs) 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 Okay. So he got dragged away, and... uh... Do the, does the trail continue, or do I have to roll again to see that? Or so the he he appears to have been dragged away towards the cave. Towards the cave. Yes. And so we are. Or going further into the cave, where he got dragged. He got he got dragged into the cave. It looks okay. like something. Right. More than likely him. Now I remember when we were finishing last session, we were, were did we make camp inside the cave, or did we go so outside? right outside the cave? Right outside. So we have the cave, and then there was the chute, the trash chute, I recall. Right? Or do I do I need to do something to recall that information? Or so no, so yeah, in the area where the the wolves were, mm-hmm. um, there was a there was a, like a refuse pile. Yep. And you had looked in the refuse pile and, and found things like, you know, charred bone and, and burnt meat and that kind of thing and, and a couple of pieces of clothes and and, yep. and that sort of thing. Um, and then the wolves who were agitated by your presence. Yep. Um, and that is directly, like, inside the cave off to your right, the okay. east side. Um, and then there was that, like, I don't know, we'll call it like a creek that also was on the west side of the trail into the cave. I remember Jim made fun of me because I could walk through there. He thought I might get swept away, but... Yes, <laughs> yes. Not so funny are you now, Jim, huh? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, well, I guess we just need to move. Uh, Got to break our camp and move into the cave. Should we... Go look. I guess we should go look for him, you know, just to make sure if he did leave us any gold somewhere along the lines. So, <laughs> nice. We don't really care if he's alive. We just want his his possessions. <laughs> yeah. Wow. His, equi- his equipment is still there. Oh, um, So you could literally just walk away if you wanted to. Uh, not that I would ever suggest that you would do such a thing. <laughs> but <laughs> me, like, the dwarf would leave it. Leave it there, let Jim fend for himself. For all we know, he was eaten by the wolves. Eh, 
I mean, he was friendly with them last time, so I do, you know, if he did get eaten by the wolves, it would be his own fault. We should have killed them last time, but. Um, well, I will gather his things, and I will take them with me, because he had an appreciation for my music, for my songs. So, for that, I will take his stuff, and we will try and find him along the way. Okay. I, I guess that's agreeable, as long as I don't have to carry any of it. So. <laughs> Unless there's gold or other precious things that you would like me to carry. But. So, are you agreeable we should go into the cave? I'm guessing. I say we, I say we journey further into the cave. Okay. See if we find Jim. See if we find any of the other people we were looking for. My memory... Can't recall Gundren, maybe Sildar, somebody, somebody may be in there. They might be. I've slept since then. I, my memory's not too great after I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's like it's been a fortnight ago that we laid down to rest, and <laughs> months have passed. Indeed. Almost. It was a. It was a long rest. <laughs> it was a real long rest. Okay, well let's go. Let's let's go on in. What do we need to do? Do we need to roll for initiative or? All right. So um, you guys break camp and you make your way inside of the cave entrance. Off to your right is the familiar dank smell of of wet wolves and blood and refuse, um, but the passage. Uh, from the cave mouth climbs steeply upward and the stream plunging and splashing down its west side. In the shadows, a side passage leads west across the other side of the stream. So both of you are not human, so you have dark vision, which enables you to see about 60 feet ahead. At 30 feet, it kind of drops off to a lot less detail but you can see further ahead. Okay. Perfect. So you can go straight ahead. You can go back to where the wolves are, or uh, going a little bit further straight ahead, it curves over to the left to another entranceway. Well, I think we should go <clears throat> to the left and see where where it takes us. And do you want to stay on the trail? Going left, you'll have to cross the stream. Yes. How 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 rapid is this stream moving? How deep uh, is it? It's a... Uh, Jump in, dwarf. Let's see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> how tall are you, Duffin? Uh, well... Three nothing. How tall am I? I am four foot five inches. Of stout dwarf, <laughs> a tall dwarf. Yeah. Uh, it, it's a. It's only about a foot deep. It's not really that big of a stream. Uh, it's got a couple of rocks like outcropping outside of it. Um, as you approach the stream and the passage to the north, you know, making your way towards the the other entrance. Make a perception check, please. D20? That should be wisdom on a D20. Wow. I got nine. I got uh, 18. 
Okay. Um, is that, do I, so shadow, I add that plus two? Is that correct? Did I do that correct? Yeah. Yeah, you can add it. It should be listed on your character, though, what it actually is. It says perception plus two. Yeah, so you got the plus two. So add that to the roll. Okay, we got 18. So, in the shadows of the ceiling to the north, you could just make out the dim shape of a rickety bridge made of wood and rope crossing over the passage ahead of you. Another passage intersects with this one, 20 feet above the floor. Okay. Since you passed your um, perception check, you notice atop of the bridge is a goblin guarding the way. Does the goblin see us? No, it doesn't appear that the goblin has seen you. Do we have a clear shot at the goblin? It is... 20 feet up? Yeah, about 20 feet up. Can you make that so shot, Finn? And the goblin is up on a bridge 20 feet above us. Yes. Well, what's saying? Uh, you're geometry. not a attack person. You're up close and personal, aren't you? <laughs> Indeed, <laughs> I am. In another way. life, I would be a ranged fighter. But in this <laughs> life, uh, that is not the case. Let's see you, Finn. You want to try and take him out? What do you say? Yeah, Did try you... and hit him. See what you can do with that uh, crossbow of yours. All right. I'll uh, try and hit him with a crossbow. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't right. make him mad and calls for his friends. <laughs> Go ahead. Make an attack roll, please. Oh, Jesus, Carmen. <laughs> I got an eight. An eight. An eight. All right. Well, your crossbow shoots aimlessly, wildly away from the goblin. The goblin spots the attack and runs off out of your line of sight. You have to understand. I, I mean, we just woke up. I'm a little, I'm a little groggy. <laughs> so for now, it looks like the goblin has escaped. Okay. Hmm. Well, then I say we continue to cross the. Cross the water into the entrance to the left. Okay. Duffin concurs. <laughs> All right. This passage is choked with rubble and has. Deep escarpments. The ledge between the two escarpments is fragile. 
heading left through the area. You approach a fork in the tunnel, a kind of T intersection. You can go left or you can go right. Ben, what do you think we should do? Left or right? Hmm. I say we head left. I agree. We just keep keep left. Maybe we'll make a big circle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's as not you like these when I say WWJD, <laughs> what would Jim do? <laughs> Jim would have drowned in one foot of water, is what he would have done. <laughs> as you make your way through the winding tunnel, it curves around to the west and leads to a very large opening. This large cave is divided in half by a 10 foot high escarpment. A steep natural staircase leads from the lower portion of the upper ledge. The air is hazy with the smoke of cooked fire, a pungent smell of poorly cured hides and unwashed goblins. In front of you, in front of this fire, are six goblins. One... Five ordinary goblins, if goblins could be ordinary, <laughs> tending the cooking fire in the lower part of the cave near the entrance passage, while a much larger goblin rests in the upper southern part of the cave. Make a perception check, both of you. Uh, perception? Yeah. Eleven. Oh my god, my rolls are absolute <laughs> shit. Five. You're rolling like Jim would. <laughs> WWJD, what did I say? Yeah. So, uh, okay, you don't notice anything out of the ordinary. <laughs> except for six goblins in a cave. <laughs> Woo! It's gonna go well, I can tell already. All right, Finn, so we have five goblins in front of us at the cooking fire. Does it look like any of them are looking out towards us? Uh, no one has noticed you enter the cave. There's one, looks like one larger, more ugly goblin. <laughs> further south, further into the cave. All right, is it further in, or... Yeah, so if you're if you're thinking if you're looking at the cave as like a, a large opening, um, the north end is where the entrance. The northeast end is where the entrance of the cave is, and then the south end is where the very large, large for a goblin, uh, is resting on the escarpment. So it's like, and it has like a natural staircase leading up to where he is. So there's kind of like a cliff there, okay. like a higher level. And then um, the goblins are all crowded around the the fire. And as soon as you walk into the cave, they will notice you. All right. 
just may not have been the, the best way to go. It does not appear they've seen us. We could turn around and slowly walk away. Seems like the sissy way to go, <laughs> Finn. But there are might, only you, two of us. You might be right. You are. <laughs> I am pretty stout, but it's not a lifting competition. It's, uh, there are um, no dead horses here. Maybe we should back up and go to the right. And we can, if we can't find anything better in the right, we can always come back and. See if we can lure some of those goblins out. <laughs> Throw them over the edge into the water. Maybe, I don't know. What do you think? As you, so are you? Are you guys are going to try and like safely leave the room? Yes. Yes. So we're going to back out. From okay. That as best as we can. Area. As you as you back out, uh, and I'm taking you at your word that you're backing out, walking backwards. Yes. Um, make another perception check, please. Yeah. Oh, man. See, when the DM says, I'm going to take you at your word, but you're backing out. <laughs> you're about to stumble backwards. I'm going to fall on top of you, and then we will be raped by six goblins. <laughs> I got 18 for my perception check. I got a whopping 10. Okay, uh, as you back away, you hold out your arm to Finn, and you point to where the goblin leader is. There seems to be a humanoid uh, laying face down, roped to a stalagmite. Ben, do you, do you think that's Jim? I don't do see anyone. You don't see him, huh? Well, there's a person that's tied up there. I wonder if that goblin's had his way with Jim. <laughs> <laughs> It might get lonely in the cave, you never know. <laughs> Suddenly this PG adventure turned R. Hard R. Uh, hmm. Okay, well we we might have to go up there and see, but I, I think I still think we should go up to the right and see if we can work our way back around. Uh and uh try and get a better view or a better look who's up there. But this person could be dead by the time we return. It's true. But uh, we don't know who it is. Do you want to risk your life for someone you don't know if they're dead or alive yet? Or should we try and get some more information? Mm. Interesting. For the dwarf, you make some quite good suggestions sometimes. <laughs> I say we will... Leave them for now. They don't appear to be any immediate danger, correct, Dwarf? I can't see them, obviously. Yeah, he's my... tied up. He's, it doesn't look like he's getting ready to be put in the cooking fire. So, um, he's tied up up by that larger goblin. So. He seems to be of some value being by the leader and not by the other goblins. And you are correct. He's nowhere near the fire yet. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think time is of the essence. We should go up to the right and look. All right, lead the way. Heading up the right passage. All right, so you're going to curve around to the right this time, so east. So this passageway is very similar from the passageway you came before. Very dark. Your dark vision allows you to see. 
Um, however, that doesn't detract from the fact that the cavern is fairly narrow and it curves towards the east around and you find yourself at the area where you had found the goblin on the bridge. The stream passage continues up beyond the other set of uneven steps ahead, bending eastward as it goes. In the distance, you can hear waterfall sounds out from a larger cavern somewhere ahead of you. So are we, we're up where the bridge was now, right? Yeah, yeah. And this rickety bridge spans the passage, connecting the two tunnels that are 20 feet above the stream. And do we see sight of that um, goblin that was up here that I shot at? No, the goblin is long gone. Do we go across the bridge and see if we can't find that goblin? Uh, how, how does does the bridge look sturdy? Uh, you saw the goblin scamper across the bridge. If you want to investigate, you can. Yeah, I want to investigate the bridge. You want me to investigate? <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> Duffin. <laughs> well, Finn, I, you know, I'm pretty good at investigating things. <laughs> the bridge is wide enough for both of you to take a look at it, yeah. Okay. Fine. We'll both both take, take a look. look. 20. <laughs> 20 and a 10, nice. The bridge looks sturdy enough for you to cross. All right. All right. I'll go first. Okay. I'm, I'm probably heavier than you, so if I die, if you find Jim, punch him in the face for me. <laughs> I would, would you like me to hold your gold pouch before you walk across? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I've heard that one before. <laughs> Not my All first right. adventure. <laughs> All right, so I'm headed across the bridge. As you start to head across the bridge, you hear a loud roar as the waterfall seems to come forward from the distance. And you realize that a tremendous amount of water is exploding from the tunnel underneath you, filling the whole area. Lucky for you, you're on the bridge. Unlucky for you, you are on the bridge. The water hits the bridge causing it to shake violently. Roll a d20 for a dexterity check, please. Throw me your gold, fool! <laughs> so I got 11 plus... Dexterity. Uh, plus two, so I got 13. Okay, you managed to grab onto the bridge, holding on for dear dwarven life as the water floods past you. Shortly thereafter, the water subsides, and it appears that the tide goes with it, and the water level decreases. You are safe on the bridge. Woo! Ben, you're lucky. Don't check my drawers, but I might have made a little bit of a mess. <laughs> <laughs> but 
<laughs> It'll be okay. Okay. The bridge is held, and you are still on the middle of the bridge. Finn, did you want to cross with him, or are you going to wait until he finishes on the other side? Until he makes it all the way across. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the dwarf makes it to the other side and motions for you to follow. All right. I will dash across the bridge. Don't be a ninny. <laughs> As you... As you start your your dash, your mad dash across the bridge, you hear a second oh. violent roar. Make a dexterity check, please. Well, the best. Oh, this is where my rolls are going to screw me tonight. Are you, are you still on the bridge? Well, oh, so I got all the way across, and then he started. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so he waited for you to finish. Yeah, I'm all the way across. I got an eleven. Okay. <laughs> uh, about halfway across the bridge is when the water hits, and you grab onto the bridge for dear life. The water hits you and the bridge, and yet you manage to hold on until the water subsides. What the crap is going on in here? We need to get off that bridge. <laughs> you hear a, a, Go ahead and make a perception check, Duffin. Or I got six. <laughs> nice. You don't hear a goblin squeal in fury behind you. <clears throat> All right, Finn, you make it safely across the bridge, and the two of you are reunited, perhaps a little wetter than before you entered the bridge. <laughs> well, that was something. Indeed. Where to next? Are you going to continue down the corridor? Yes. As uh, you rejoice for not losing your life on the bridge, you hear the scampering of a goblin ahead. Running away from you. Goblin's running away from us, Finn. We need to catch it. Do we see it or we just hear it? We just hear it. Uh, well, you hear him. He's ahead of you. you, you he's, he can't be that far away. For you to be able to hear him. All right. Let's go after him. Tally-ho! After the goblin dwarf. All right. So you burst into the next area, which is a cavern filled with, uh, well, no longer filled, half filled with two large pools of water. A narrow waterfall high in the eastern wall feeds this pool which drains out to the western end of the chamber to form the stream that flows out of the cave mouth below. Low fieldstone walls serve as what used to be dams holding the water in. A wide exit stands to the south, while two smaller passages lead west. The sound of the waterfall echoes throughout the cavern, making it difficult to hear. In this room are three goblins ready for battle. And the fourth one joins them as you enter the room. Melee or range? Uh, they are at range. Roll for initiative. They are ready for you. Are they all ranged attacking? Oh, are you asking? I thought you were asking what range is and how yeah, far away. Range or are they me melee? Uh, they're melee. All right. I want to make sure that I have the right... Right representation here. <laughs> I got four. <laughs> All right. And this year, oh, wait. Uh, we're using a 10, right? 
Yeah, he's in oh. a D10. Oh, shoot. Oh. Oh. Uh, I got an 11. That... Yeah, it looks yeah. like a... Yes, that's it. It's got a zero on it? Yep. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> One plus two is three. That's better than the goblins. <laughs> they rolled a natural one. Woo-hoo. So they're going dead last, even though they knew you were coming, and the first goblin warned them. Yeah, they're not too bad. So. All right, so the three goblins are furthest away from you, and the first goblin is in front of them. All right, so... So think of, like, three together and one in front. So something like this? Yeah. Okay. We kind of walked in this way, and... You kind of ran in, so... So it came in from the west, right? Yeah, because he was going east. Uh, yes, you guys came in from the west, heading east. Right. There is a there is a tunnel to the north, um, and then there is an uh, an exit of this cave area to the south, and they are blocking it. Okay. So maybe more. All right. Anyway, I'm going to shoot the guy that's that just ran in that we were after. Okay. With my crossbow. The goblin the goblin watches you fire the crossbow at him and it lands wildly off to the right, skipping off of some stones. And he points his sword at you and says You suck. I just wanna I just wanna clarify that the, the spot we rested in, my back is a little sore on the right side, so I think it may be playing into my ability to fire this thing today, but... Ben, you're having some performance issues. <laughs> this does not happen to me often. <laughs> the goblin seems emboldened by this and uh, laughs in your general direction. Uh... Are you moving or anything else? Uh, they're advancing towards you guys. Oh, they are advancing. So, but it's it's Finn's turn, correct? Oh, well, yeah. he sh- he shot. Do you have anything left to do? I have movement. I have a bonus action. No, uh, I have my movement, but I think I'm just going to stay where I'm at. All right. Um. Yes. I can. They're running towards us, but I'm. I'll move up to that first one. All right, that's fifteen. Yeah, you you'll be able to reach them. They're not that far away. Okay. Cave is not that big. Well, it is big, but where they are, the cave is not that big. All right, so I'm gonna try and hit him with my battle axe. Okay, that's a make D20. an attack roll. That's a D twenty. Shoot, that's real good. Uh, so three plus six, so I got nine. Yeah, plus six for your. Oh, okay. So you swing your battle axe with about as much efficacy as Finn's crossbow bolt, which is to say, you don't even glance off of the goblin's shoddy armor. You miss him entirely. 
Having performance issues, Dwarf? Must be something in the water, Finn. <laughs> this has never happened to me before. I mean, it happened once before when we were battling the last goblins, but that's this doesn't happen. <laughs> All right, so recap. Uh, you have an 18 armor class, and Finn has a 14 armor class. They split up, two going for you and the other two going for Finn. I, you're not doing anything else right after that attack? No. All right. All right, so how how uh, far were they? To, I mean, can they make it to me? Uh, Yeah, they can make it to you. Okay, I just want to make sure. Yeah, well, ask away. All right, so the first one swings his black sword in your general direction, Duffin, and misses... The second one, do you have a shield? I do have a shield. Okay, are you using it? Yep, it should be equipped. Okay, I just want to make sure that's what's giving you that amazing armor class. The second one's uh, short sword clangs immediately off of your shield as you brace your arm in a reflexive action. Both of them angered at not being able to hit you. The second pair of goblins go for Finn. The first one swings his blackened sword and completely misses you, Finn. Oh. And the second one doesn't even come close to your general direction. You must be drinking the water, too. <laughs> I think I, I speak goblin, right? Uh, I think you do. Languages, common of Elvish and Goblin, you do. So in Goblin, I, I want to say, must be a performance issue. <laughs> <laughs> the, go- the first Goblin in, in, in your area looks shocked that you even speak Goblin, and the second Goblin spits in your general direction, but naturally misses. Okay. Well done on your first round with everyone missing. (laughs) This is going to be a long battle. Roll for initiative. Uh, A D10. Oh, no, nine. Sorry. Yeah, I got zero. No, that's you a 10, a right? Yeah, you got a zero? That's a 10, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you got a 12. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be right. So John got a 9, and you got a 12. All right, the goblins got a 6, so they'll be going last. <clears throat> All right. All right, John, you got a 9? Yes. And then, Devin, you got a 12. So you go first. Okay. Um, I, because they're so close, can I hit them both at the same time or just one? Do you have that ability? I don't know. We have two weapon fighting. I have two weapon fighting, but I'm only using a battle axe because I have the shield in the other hand. Um, but I have five foot reach. I don't know if that battle axe. Uh, at this time, I... Th- I would say you could hit him with the battle axe, hit one with the battle axe, and possibly shield bash with the, with the shield, the other one. Okay. <clears throat> so, but I, I don't have shield bash as an action. 
has to be there? Or... No, you don't, but you do have two-weapon fighting, so okay. I, I would lean towards you doing a wildly heroic action <laughs> with your shield that might hit the second goblin. <laughs> yeah. Might. Might not. We'll see. Okay. All right. Well, I'm just going gonna, gonna to roll to attack the one with the black sword first, the one that's right in front of me. Let's try and hit him with my battle axe. Okay. That'll be a plus six. <clears throat> the D12, right? Or D20? Uh, D20, yeah. So I got 12 plus 6, so 18. You hit, definitely hit with the battle axe. Okay. I use a D8. Your battle axe is a D8 plus 4. Yeah, 5. <laughs> oh, not that bad. All right. Without that plus 4, it would have just been 1. So. <laughs> oh. Oh, snap. <laughs> All right. Um, so it was five total. Yeah, just five total. All right. So you swing your battle axe wide, and it clips the shoulder of the goblin. He screams in pain and drops his shield. Are you going to try and attack the other with your shield? Um, that would open me up pretty wide. Because right, if I shield bash, then I'm just basically open for an attack. So. So I will say if you shield bash, and, and we're just freewheeling this, if you shield bash, not being able to shield bash just as a heroic action, I'll count that as your unarmed strike but without proficiency. So you'll have a plus four, which is your strength, and you'll lose your um, shield bonus, the plus two to your AC for the rest of the round. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. So. Okay. I am just, I can't disengage or anything, so I'm just going to stay right there. I'll just hold on to these two guys right here. In my turn. Alright. The first goblin that you hit looks grievously wounded. He's holding his arm, his shoulder that he dropped the shield on with his sword arm. And the second goblin is looking pretty relieved that you didn't hit him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Finn, it's your turn. All right. I'm going to stow my crossbow onto my belt. I'm going to pull out my rapier as well as my dagger, and I'm going to carve me some goblin. I will attack with my rapier to the one on my left, Okay. Eleven. With the plus five? Yep. Yes. <laughs> hey. My rolls are spot on this evening. <laughs> Me thinks Finn imbibed a bit too much when <laughs> breaking for camp. <laughs> uh, you missed with your rapier. Alright, so oh. I will use uh, my two-weapon fighting bonus action to try and stab him in the eye with the dagger. Okay. Same guy. Ah, that's he's even better. I got a 13. Oh, my. You also swing wildly with your dagger in an attempt to make a letter in the air. The goblin's not sure, but he's quite relieved you were unable to hit him. 
I did mention my back was bothering me just quite a bit. <laughs> awful rest we had. Get it together, Finn. <laughs> All right. So now it is the goblin's turn. The first goblin that you wounded is unable to attack. And the second goblin, enraged by what you've done, but also relieved you didn't hit him, is going to swing his sword in your general direction and miss again, Duffin. The other two goblins are cursing you wildly in goblin, Finn. Ho, ho. The first goblin swings his sword so wildly, he lands into the side of the second goblin. At this rate, they'll take themselves out. The second goblin screams in pain. Uh, doing oh three points of damage to the second goblin. The second goblin pushes the first goblin out of the way and tries to swing at you, but misses. They're attacking each other. We have an unexpected alliance. That's the spirit. We'll obviously kill him when we're done, but... Maybe he can do more damage than you. Oh. Oh. Wow. Don't you have a song to cheer us up or give us anything? (laughs) Or are you not that kind of a bard yet? (laughs) I'm not that kind of a bard, but... Again, my back and the sleep, I'm just... Oh... Is this the first time you've ever slept outside? <laughs> it's it maybe. It may be the first time. Maybe the last time if I have my way. <laughs> okay. All right. Next turn, roll for initiative, D10. Step three. I got a four. You got a three? Yeah, with my plus two. <laughs> I was just saying... Both roll the one. Excellent. And you got a four? Okay. <laughs> We're on fire tonight. <laughs> wow, the goblins rolled a ten. So they get to go first. This should be fun. So the the first goblin uh, is trying to make his way away from you. Duffin. Okay. So you have a attack of opportunity. Is that a d20 that I roll? Or? It's a d20, yeah. Attack roll. With your battle axe. So I get 13. An attack of opportunity that you... Wasted. Fail. Yeah. <laughs> totally miss. The second... Oh my. The second goblin swings his uh, black sword in your direction... And totally misses you, swinging so hard that he stumbles onto one knee and drops his sword. (laughs) Finn, the two goblins in in your direction, the one wounded misses and the second goblin misses as well, swinging their swords but not even reaching you. 
I believe it's your turn, Finn. Something strange in the air tonight. <laughs> no one can seem to do anything. Gotta be the water. <laughs> it's got to be. I will indeed attack uh, again with my rapier and my dagger slashing at the one to the left. <laughs> with a ten. <laughs> a ten? Twenty-three. Ooh, twenty-three. Okay, so you <clears throat> wildly miss with your uh, rapier in what to the uh, casual observer looks like a a faint thrust designed to distract as you slam your dagger into the same goblin? Yep. Roll for damage, please. Uh, eight points of damage. Oh, no, oh. fine. Oh, rolled the wrong one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, five points of damage. Is this to the wounded one? Uh, no, this was to the one to the left, which I don't think is the wounded one. Okay. So you slam the dagger straight into his chest, doing massive amounts of damage. Roll a dexterity check, please. Damn it, black blood. Here you come. <laughs> Look at that, though. 22. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. When you don't need it, you roll a 20. Artfully dodging the blood as it spurts from its wound, the goblin falls back and down onto the floor, looking mortally wounded but still gasping for life. And that ends the turn. My turn. Now it is Duffin's turn. So which one? There was one of them that was running away, right? So the one in front of me disengaged, or one was the one that disengaged and tried to run? Uh, the one that was uh, heavily wounded, which you're right-handed, right? Yep. So it would be the one on your right. Okay, so that he moved back. What? Five, how far? So back? he, yeah, he's like you would either have to advance on him and be targeted but by the other goblin, him. yeah, or attack the goblin that's standing in front of you. So, how far do you, so JD can move him back? Or oh yeah, uh, yeah, that's so he's, yeah. So the guy on yeah the the left one he's he's going to the south entrance. He's trying to run away. Okay. All right. Well, I will just attack the one that's closest to me. Yeah. 18 plus 6, 24. You hit! Yeah. Gloriously. And so that was with your battle axe? Yeah. I'm going to use right. D8. Yep. And add a plus 4 to it. Okay. So, so underneath it, there's a grayed out option also. It says 1D10 plus 4. What is it? Yeah, that's if you grab it with two hands. So you'd have oh, to drop the shield. I'd have to drop the shield. Okay. Yep. I got six plus four, so I got ten damage. You cleave the goblin's skull with your battle axe. Roll for dexterity, please. Uh, 
D20? Yep. 18 plus 2, 20. Narrowly avoiding the blood spurting from the wound as you drop the goblin to his knees. Uh, make a strength check. D20. 20. 4 plus 4, 8. Uh, the axe is embedded in his skull. It's going to take some time to pull it out. Dang it. Meanwhile, the other goblin is running away. Bastard. <laughs> All right. Everyone's turn is over. Roll for initiative. 12. Four. <laughs> All right. The goblin's got a two. Duffin, you go first. Do I got to roll for strength again, or is yeah, make a strength check. Twenty-two. All right, you pull the battle axe out with ease, so easily you wonder why it took so long. <laughs> Blasted goblins! All right, I'm gonna move after Chase. Run to that other one. Okay. And can I attack him? Yes. 18 plus 6, 24. You hit. Easily with his back turn to you. And 8 damage. He was already wounded. With the battle axe? Yeah. The glorious well sound, done. Finn. <laughs> Maybe one day you'll be able to hit as hard as I can. <laughs> All right, Finn. You just witnessed your fellow compatriot flatten two goblins. What say you? I got this. Okay. Two I'm for me and none for you. I'm on the left with the because that's worked so well for me. <laughs> Nineteen. Nice. You hit. That's the spirit. <laughs> well uh, done. 1d8 plus 3. 11. Points of damage. To the first? Yes, uh, I had already wounded the last time with my dagger. Okay. With the thrust of your rapier, you impale the goblin all the way to the hilt. The goblin looks at you funny, and then make a dexterity check, please. <laughs> uh, my dexterity. Uh, Thirteen. I'll allow it. <laughs> he coughs up blood, uh, narrowly missing your face, but lands on your shoulder and your chest. My favorite shit, bastard. <laughs> I will use my other move to stab the other goblin with my dagger. Okay. You, you twist your body over into the goblin's direction with your rapier still embedded in the first goblin. Eleven. Eleven? Yes. And, and <laughs> swing in the miss. <laughs> 
Damn you, Wily Goblin. Stand still so I can hit you. <laughs> now he needs to see if he can remove his rapier. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make a strength check. Damn you, Duffin. Shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, 13. 13? Like, that's what you got? With the plus one or without? Wait. Oh, okay. All right, you pull the dagger out uh, after much force. Or not the dagger, the rapier, rather. Covered in black goblin blood. While the other goblin laughs at you maniacally, hysterically, because all of his buddies are dead. He turns and he runs. You have an attack of opportunity. I will slash with my rapier. Dear God, I got a nine. <laughs> You've got to be the worst part I have ever met. So, uh. I may have mentioned that my back was bothering me. So yes, yes, times. your back, your back. It goes without surprise. <laughs> you missed the goblin, and he proceeds to continue to run. Past Duffin, opportunity. who has an attack of opportunity. Uh, I got 21. And you hit. Of course I would. <laughs> Do you doubt my prowess? Uh, 9. 8 plus 4. 9. You collapse the goblin with ease, smashing him down into the ground, cleaving him near in half. I will never hear the end of this. We've been watching, Finn. That's how you kill goblins. Maybe yes, you should swap out your rapier for a battle axe. <laughs> Probably too heavy for you. Sensitive hands. <laughs> Keep it up, dwarf. You may find yourself missing in the middle of the night, too. <laughs> Not with you around. They'll take you first. <laughs> nice. All right. Well done. With the roar of the waterfall behind you, it's obvious no one heard the battle, as there has been no reinforcements or any sign of trouble. You are each awarded 100 experience points for defeating the goblins. Shall we investigate? We shall uh, may. bodies, search the room. Okay. You take a look at the room and you can see the large pools of water and the dams and how easy it is to remove the, the doors to allow the flooding that happened. Um as you guys were going past the bridge. The dams are now uh, back down and the pools are starting to fill again. Other than the dead goblins, you find nothing else in this room of worth. And we search the goblins for loot. They have uh, crappy goblin swords, crappy uh, shoddy armor, and uh, one of them has a shield covered in Goblin blood. They have no money on them. Excellent. 
Did you so find was, anything? <laughs> Nothing of value. You said there was a cave to the north? and So, uh, yeah, there's an entrance or exit, depending on your point of view, to the north, the opposite direction the goblins were running. And then there's an entrance or exit from this cave to another area to the south, and that's where the goblins are running to. I think there would be more reinforcements to the south, so we should probably go north first to see if we can get back towards the uh, human that was tied up and held captive. Uh, you you are much smarter than you look, dwarf. <laughs> That's what my mom always told me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Right, so we will, I guess, head north. <laughs> okay. So... This area is a very short tunnel that descends down um, and into a a curved area of the cave. This area has the the stone trail on your left and the stream on the right. If you look towards the right, you can see another opening um, where the dam is released and the floodwaters would happen. To your left, the cave curves around to the west. So it's almost like it goes back from whence we came. So we just keep following it, see where it takes us. We'll follow it. Okay. So the the cave area curves around, and you notice up above, 20 feet high, is a rickety bridge. My bridge. God, man. We're back where we started. This is the bridge we almost died on. Oh, crap. The bridge, the bridge is above you. Judging by where you are, had you continued north earlier, you would have made your way here. You can see above where the bridge is, is two tunnels on either side, you know, tunnel on either side of the bridge. And then straight ahead of you, further down the stream, heading south, on the right side is the tunnel that you went through that ended in an intersection. So we can go back and go south. Or, and, and, and most likely, uh, come, uh, come against more uh, goblins and, and people to fight. Or we can go the other way, uh, to where the humanoid was, and, and, I don't know, fight more goblins. I think we should go towards the humanoid. We could probably use the practice. Based on our last battle, we could probably use some practice. <laughs> let, me, let me give me... Five minutes to stretch and uh, stretch yeah. your back. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. <clears throat> All right then. Let us head. I guess we must cross the stream and go through the tunnel and go to the left. And I think that was the way. Yes. <clears throat> yes. All right. So we'll head over to where the humanoid cave was. Uh. That direction. Okay. And not actually enter. <laughs> we'll just take a peek inside again. <laughs> nice. All right. So the goblins do not appear to be disturbed. Uh, they are huddled around the campfire. They seem to be eating something now, however. Right. Make a perception check, both of you. 
Perception, one moment, I got a 20-something. I got a 21. And what'd you get? 12. Nothing? 12? Okay, well, you already know the humanoid is up there. Now you finally see them. See the humanoid for what it is, Finn. I see the humanoid for what it is? Yeah, you see the... You see the humanoid tra- tied to a stalagmite and a much larger, stronger-looking goblin pacing now back and forth on the uh, escarpment above the goblins, almost like he is overseeing the goblins' meal. Can I can I tell who the humanoid is? Uh, from this distance, you cannot. Just looks badly beaten um, <laughs> and stripped of its armor. <clears throat> Naked. Interesting. Never know what happens in a goblin cave. <laughs> I said stri- I said stripped of its armor, and you guys immediately go to naked. <laughs> okay. <laughs> At the very least, he has a loincloth on, but... You know, if that's where your imagination goes. I imagine it's Jim, and he wears nothing under his armor. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, then. So, the humanoid still appears to be up there. I don't know what the goblins are feasting on. Uh, They don't appear to see us yet. How would you like to handle? Um, so there's a there's one range you have there. Is that is that correct? Are they mostly all melee? Is there one range? Do we know? Yeah. Uh, what? Uh, so the goblins are hunched over the fire. They are eating a meal, and their weapons are laying to the sides of them, and they all appear to be uh, melee fighters. There are bows and arrows around. It appears to be like a makeshift barracks. So they could possibly grab a bow and an arrow, uh, and arrows. Um, but from where they are right now, what's closest to them are their uh, black goblin swords. Okay. Um, and this guy's actually elevated, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's five goblins around the fire, and one strong-looking goblin. Uh, pacing back and forth, occasionally kicking the humanoid on top of the escarpment. I hope that's Jim. Wow. <laughs> what is your problem with him? Ah, uh, you know, it's a long story. <laughs> we only just met, but I feel like I've known him for years. <laughs> I say we just go on in and attack them. If you shoot one with your crossbow, maybe we can draw them out. I don't know. Well, he's human, right? Maybe you just don't like humans. How far away is the guy on the um, 
upper echelon area. So from the entrance of the cave, one, two, three, four, 20 feet. He's only 20 feet away? This is a smaller cave than the cave you fought in. All right, so then, so then these guys are probably much closer than him, huh? They are. Uh, oh, so the distance between where the, the goblins are over the fire, they're almost yep. by the entrance. Okay, so the goblins are really close to the entrance. They're closer to the entrance than um, the the goblin leader. I'll just say he's a leader, just for easy reference. All right. They're they're more towards the middle of the cave, but yeah, they're closer to you, way closer than the leader. Do you want to All shoot right. one with your crossbow, or should we just go in and uh, see if you can actually put that rapier of yours to use? Well, I mean, he missed with the crossbow every time tonight so far. So. <laughs> I've had no luck with any of my weapons. Not been able to use my rapier. Not been able to shoot my crossbow. At this point, all I'm right. wondering if I should just uh, leave it all up to you. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what it's pretty much been, as you haven't noticed. <laughs> no. uh, oh, so let's, let's go wow. ahead and go okay. on in there and see if you can notch up a few more scratches it on some goblins. I the throat with my deck and get some practice, <laughs> and then I'll go after them. No, no, my fear is that... Uh, I saw you I'm... use your dagger. That's not likely. <laughs> if, wow. <laughs> Listen to me. Just, just quiet down for two seconds. If we go and attack the goblins now, there's a chance that the big guy might kill the guy that's, you know, naked and tied to the stalagmite. Do we want to take that risk? Should we attack the big guy first? Yeah. We'll have to get through the goblins. we have to get through the goblins, though, to get to him. So. Um. I say we just attack I mean, you could. You could, like... Uh, no, I won't say anything. You guys can figure this I, out. I, I could, uh, let's see, I, I could disguise myself as a goblin and sneak in there. Do you see a path up to that, uh, other goblin? I don't remember if I saw a path before. Like, like, uh, like an actual physical path, or you mean like a strategy? No, like a path where I could... Yeah, there's a natural, there's a natural gradation leading up to the inscarment. Ins- Oh, so it's just like a whole hill then. It's like a ramp. Okay. Yeah, it's like a ramp. Okay. Well. But that ramp and the escarpment and the humanoid and the goblin leader are all behind the five goblins crowded around the fire. So we're, we're just going to have to go through the goblins and all hope right, well, he doesn't kill them. I have a DM question. Yeah. Uh, vicious mockery is that um, is that at one particular person or is it anybody within the sixty foot area that can hear me? Uh, let's see. It says range area sixty feet. At a single creature, you can see within range. So it's only one. It's only one. Only one, one target. Poop on a stick. Uh, the the all the goblins that are huddled around the fire. 
How many of them could, uh, how many of them are within a 15 foot cube? Uh, they are all within that 15 foot cube. Excellent. I have an idea. All right, let's hear it. And it does not involve my crossbow, nor does it involve my radio. Well, then you might work then. You have to run up to them to do it, though. It starts from you. It does. Yes. Yes. I, 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 and how far away from them am I? Uh, five, ten feet. You can make it. I'm just telling you, you have to be there yeah. to do it. And then at this point, though, it would be uh, kind of like a sneak attack because they don't see us, correct? Um, you would have to do a stealth check, but yes. Stealth check. Interesting. How well is my stealth? Oh, not bad. I'll do the stealth. Yes. yes. <laughs> you just sit back, dwarf. I got this. All I'm right. And he does. Up. He does really well on his ability checks. By the way, he's nailed every single one of them, like with twenties. So <laughs> I foresee great things from this. Spectacular things. And now that you've said that, you have jinxed me, and I will roll Fail shit. Miserably. <laughs> okay. Please proceed. So I'm going to stealth. Come on, baby. Make daddy proud. Dear God, I hate you dice. I got a 13. <laughs> okay. The DM walked away. What have I done? <laughs> so you missed your stealth check. Wow. It's a DM uh, curse. He's they cursed. definitely they definitely see you coming. But not knowing what you're doing, they they all stand up and grab their swords and advance towards you. So you have definitely gotten their attention, and they are primed for your sneak attack. All right, and I will be I will be right back. Like the wolves, I have fed them something to keep them abated. All right. I'm casting Thunder Wave. As you should. Uh, so they must make a constitution. constitution. Okay. Let's see what they do. Is it a miss? No, they still... They still do damage. Half damage, but aren't pushed. Okay, yeah, one second. Let's see. Constitution? Oh, they have shit. Hey, Constitution. One passes, two passes, three. <laughs> All right, so two fail. All right. Uh, and three pass. All right, so. Uh, da, da, da. Four whopping points of damage. That's impressive. Only four? Are you sure? 2d8. With a 2d8, you rolled a 4. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, look. Yeah. Max, right there. Maximum 16. Uh-huh. Okay. You're doing <laughs> splendidly <laughs> tonight. Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is going to swell. Jim has cursed us. <laughs> um, all right. 
What was that number again? Four? Four. Right. So two of them are pushed backwards, yes. <laughs> but they do half damage, right? So yeah, two, half, of them, two of them take like the full two. damage and are pushed 10 feet, and the other ones just take half damage. And I'm assuming I don't have any uh, extra moves at this point. Like, you know. Uh, no, not based on what you were doing, but, I mean, now we all roll for initiative, so that was your... That was your yeah, that was your free uh, attack. Well, that did not go as I had seen it in my head. Fifteen. Okay, so two goblins surprised by the sudden wave from the clap of thunder as you slap your hands together are pushed back up and over the the stools that they were, or bench area that they were laying on, and land into the fire and start taking flame damage. Bursting into flames and rolling around trying to put themselves out of the fire. And they are out of the battle. The other three seem buffeted by the attack uh, and slide back, you know, a little bit, bracing themselves. And then advance towards you for an attack. Roll for initiative. E10. E10. Six. Yeah, 12. So how can we use the D10 like on other ones where you're always using a D20? Should it be a D10? For initiative so every time, or in in fifth edition, initiative is a d twenty. What I have found is the gap between players and monsters is so severe with a d twenty that it doesn't make a whole lot of sense to use a d twenty. Okay. In prior edition, second edition, which I'm most familiar with, they used a d ten. I also do individual initiative each round, which normally is just once, and that's the train turn you go every single time which i find boring it doesn't lead to like exciting maneuvers and things like that and in the sake of fun i make it individual okay cool also an optional rule in in second edition good educational moment mm-hmm. for those listening whenever we put this out <laughs> oh, absolutely <clears throat> all right so duffin goes first all right, so um, all th- are all three like kind of aggroed on him, or they're pushed away from him, or so th- the three are aggroed on him, and the other two are smoking. The other two are out. Yeah, they're they they have effectively put the campfire out with their flaming bodies. Who knew such such a powerful wind and sound could come from your delicate hands, Finn? Uh, it's yeah, three for you and three for me. I'm, I'm going to have to go kill a few goblins. <laughs> Can't let you have all the fun. Um, so I'm going to move up to the one on his right. Okay. And uh, attack him with my battle axe. Okay. I got 13, 9, 18. You hit. You hit. Seven damage. Oh my. You cleave the 
goblin's sword arm completely off of his body as he screams in pain looking down at his now missing arm and he falls to the ground dead finn please roll a dexterity check (laughs) (laughs) oh 21 you narrowly avoid getting sprayed with blood unfortunately The other goblins were not so lucky, and they are covered with their comrades' black goblin blood. Enraged, they attack. Is that guy dead, or did he just lose an arm? He's dead. Or for me, ha ha ha. The first goblin swings its black goblin sword in your direction finn and misses wildly the second thrusts in your general direction duffin but does not complete the attack missing you entirely finn it is your turn all right i will attack the one on my left with my rapier because that's worked so well for me thus far And I got a 13. <laughs> How does one roll a 21 on a dexterity check and a 13 on an attack? Damn this game. You continue to amaze me. You miss. Excellent. And I will, I will stab the one on my right in the throat with a dagger. I hope so. Ha! 20. Uh, 22, actually. Woo-hoo. You hit. Uh, now the question is, how hard? Uh, three plus three, six points of damage. You successfully plunged that dagger into the goblin on your right. Is that what I heard? Yes. In the throat... Duffin, please make a dexterity check. Oh, no. 17 plus 217. Narrowly avoiding getting sprayed with goblin blood, as the goblin collapses, clutching its throat, spraying blood in many a direction. The first goblin. Four to four now, Duffin. You are correct. (laughs) The first goblin starts to backpedal in fear of you both. Not quite out of range for an attack of opportunity, but not directly in front of you either. Roll for initiative. So he's not going to do an attack of opportunity? He didn't move out of our range. As long he's as he's like, oh, range, so he's yeah. not far enough to create an attack of opportunity. No, he's pondering his next move while stepping back. Oh, he hasn't okay. completely disengaged for you to have a attack of opportunity yet. He's beginning to soil himself. I got eleven. I got five. Okay. Goblin got a four. So you go first, Duffin. 
So do I need to move up to him because there's those goblin bodies, nope. or I don't need to move? Well, you got to step over him, but you're you're fine. Okay. I don't know how dexterous are you. It may not be. I have fine. 15 for my dexterity. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I'm pretty nimble for a dwarf. <laughs> for a dwarf, indeed. Um, all right, I'm gonna try and hit him with my battle axe. Got 17 plus six. 23 again. 23 hits, right? Yeah, you hit, yeah. <laughs> uh, nine damage. Okay. Swinging your battle axe with glee, as only can be described by Finn watching you, you slam the battle axe down across his face, past his chin, giving him a cleft chin, through his neck, into his chest. Please make a strength check. And Finn, make a dexterity check, please. I got uh, 17 for strength. Okay. Oh, wait, no. So do I add plus six for my strength? It says plus six. I was adding the plus four. I was looking at... Uh, If we're using athletics, it would be plus six for you, yes. So you successfully pull the... Battle axe out of the limp body as it falls to the ground, and the bl- ensuing blood spray narrowly misses Finn. Five for me. <laughs> as the goblin falls to the ground, you hear a shout coming from the escarpment. Over by where the humanoid was tied to a stalagmite, the incredibly strong goblin is now holding the humanoid over the escarpment, prepared to drop him. He Uh shouts in a guttural common to you, Hold, or I will drop this man. How far? Uh, One, two, three, 15 feet away. Can we tell who who he's holding at this point? At this point, you're seeing the back of the humanoid. You can tell that it is not a creature, but quite possibly a human. And it is an older gentleman. Um, But you can't tell without seeing the front of him whether it is Jim or someone else. Blasted. It could be Jim. So we should let him drop him then? <laughs> <laughs> well, my thoughts exactly, but I do not want to take the chance in case it's not Jim. All right. Well, can you speak to him since you speak Goblin and find out what he wants so we can okay. resolve this peacefully? I will I will speak Goblin and uh, find out if there's any way we can get him to not drop this human creature. The Goblin turns to Finn and in a guttural, low growl, he says, Truce or this human dies. He wants a truce. Right, can I do a truce but cross my fingers behind my back? 
Um, what do you think we should do, Finn? What 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 is involved in this truth, Goblin? Clark is our leader, and I want him eliminated. If you can do this one task for me, I will release this filthy human to you. So, so let me get this straight. You, you want us to kill your leader. You will free our companion uh, or, or the humanoid. I don't right know who he is at this point. Uh, Tell him what to show us who it is first. He won't attack us afterwards. <laughs> I can kill him now and attack you after. Or I can free him for you and you can part your way with me. The choice is quite simple. Can I trust you? Can you trust me? What tell, say you? Tell him we'll trust one, him one, one if second, he shows Goblin. us who that human is. Goblin, can, can you turn him so that we can see who it is? The goblin looks at you quizzically while holding the human over the escarpment flexes his arm so that he twists the human a little to the side. It is a human you have not met before. Okay. It's not Jim, so we can't let him drop him. Uh... I can appreciate his flex. (laughs) (laughs) Of course you can. It's not a horse, but... Now now listen, this this is the deal. If we kill Clog, his, his leader, he will let this man go. Okay. Of course, that puts him in 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 a power and the power of leadership. But uh, so we have two choices: we kill him now, or we kill him afterwards. I say we have the truce, and then if he causes us problems, we'll deal with him afterwards. If we can kill his boss, we should be able to easily kill him, kill Clark. Okay, so Goblin. The goblin says to you both in common, I am Yemek. Clark is the one I want killed. Oh. Okay. Good thing to know. We will kill this Clark for you. You will release this man. Where, where can we find Clark? Clark is at the other end of our cave. To the south? Ask him if it's to the south. Uh, uh, possibly to the south, past the, the large pools of water. I do not know the south you speak of, but yes, it is in the cave of our leader, Clark, below the pools. Of course the goblin wouldn't know what direction is. Stupid. Yenik shakes the human over the escarpment. I can hear you, filthy dwarf. Mind your tongue, dwarf. We're trying not to get this man killed. Oh, I guess he's a little bit smarter and he can understand. 
I'm gonna whisper to you. I'm gonna punch him in the pants. <laughs> if he betrays us, I'm gonna punch him in the pants. And then you go for his head. But let's agree to the truce for now. Okay. So So Clark, his leader, is back back where we were with the the uh, other goblins that that you killed so expeditiously. Um, so we must go there and kill Clog. Uh, do you need proof? Bring me his head. Okay. Sounds like a reasonable... Uh... So we must go get Clog's head. All right, let's go get his head. Rack up some more kills. I wonder if he we flex- got any experience from those last goblins. <laughs> he he flexes his arm and brings the humanoid back over the edge of the escarpment tossing him to the ground. You see him start to bound him to the bind him to the stalagmite. All right. Uh so yeah, we will head um uh, back to the area with the pools of water. Find Clark. All right, for killing the five goblins. Hmm. Yeah, just back to where the poles are. Yeah, yeah, you're going to be heading towards the cave, I guess. Yep. Yeah, heading towards it. All right, Some so shenanigans are going to happen. So you you back away from the cave entrance, uh, where Yemek is holding on to the prisoner. And you make your way over past the bridge into the pools, the cave of pools, where the waterfall is. And now there's an entrance leading south into a larger cave. Okay. Uh, Can we see anything from where we're at? What the cave looks like? If there's anybody in there? So... The cave, the entrance of the cave is elevated, so you kind of have to climb up a ramp. Um, but it allows you to be able to peer in with hopefully without being spotted. There are sacks and crates of looted provisions piled up in the south end of this large cave. To the west, the floor slopes towards a narrow opening that descends into darkness. A larger opening leads north, which is where you guys are, down to the stone steps and the roar of the falling water. In the middle of the cavern are coals of a large fire, smoldering. Inside the cave, you can hear... uh, humanoids inside. Make a perception check. Seven. I got 15. Okay. So, Duffin, you can hear a, a, a large humanoid speaking um, in a language you don't understand. Because you don't understand Goblin, right? Nope. I just common in Dwarvish. Okay. And he seems to be shouting, almost like talking to himself. <clears throat> and then you also... Uh, smell wet dog. <laughs> Dang it. 
Okay. So this what did you get? What did you get, Finn? You, you failed? I got uh, seven or something stupid. Oh, oh yeah. You definitely failed. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what do you guys want to do? Hmm. We were here. So this is in the cave now, or we're back to the pool area? So we're just at the entrance to this opening. Oh, okay. There... So we already went south through the pool area? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, you guys like crept your way up to the cave entrance. Oh, okay. And because the, the cave entrance is elevated, you mm -hmm. kind of went up a gradient in the cave, in the cavern itself mm -hmm. and are able to kind of like look up without them noticing that you're there. Okay. And the, the room is quite large. Uh, and it has several stalagmites that lead up to the top of the cavern. And the south end is a whole bunch of crates and provisions and stuff like that. And you recognize um, some colorful blue uh, sigils, like logos, on some of the provisions. Okay. We recognize them. Uh, yes. Make a insight check, please. Eight. Uh, 13. Okay. So, Finn, you notice that, um, is a sign shaped like a wooden shield with a blue lion painted on it. And you immediately recognize it as the lion shield coster. Okay. And they are a, uh, like a trading type group, a merchant company based in the city of Yarder. They ship goods to uh, neighboring cities and towns. Okay. And do we see uh, do we see where this this uh, particular figure is at, or not? Now that you've been looking at the um, at the crates and provisions and things like that, you see a giant brown furred humanoid pacing back and forth speaking to himself while two goblins stamp their feet kind of like listlessly listening to him so where would he has he has pointed ears, black armor, spiked gauntlets, and he's dragging as he's talking a large morning star, which is basically a club with spikes on it. Yeah, this thing right here. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. So something like this? Yeah, and you can now hear him speaking in third person who dares defy Clark in Goblin. 
Clark will build a throne from your bones, puny ones. Meanwhile, the goblins are basically trying their best not to look at him. Like looking at their their boots and shifting listlessly. Okay. And then you also spot a wolf. Oh, a wolf. Wolfie, wolfie, where's a wolfie? Uh, are you a wolf or are you a dog? You're the wolf. Or the wolf thing. So to recap, there's a giant humanoid bigger than the goblins who must be Clark, um, unless he's talking about Clark who isn't in the room. <laughs> and there is a mangy wolf and two goblins. Okay. And then a uh, fire pit. And there's a, yeah, there's and... a fire pit with hot coals. Mm-hmm. It, and there is a natural chimney in the western wall. And you notice a bunch of refuse and stuff by that chimney. Okay. And then supplies are in the south. All right. Well, what so should how we do? do? The large guy, a wolf, two goblins, a partridge in a pear tree, uh... Do we rush in and attack, or do we uh, try and be stealthy? Well, you can try and be stealthy and see uh, if you can get closer, but I don't know what... Do you think you're going to be able to get to uh, Voss? What's his name? Clog? Clark? Clark. How far away would you say Clog is... From your position, one, two, three, four, twenty feet. Okay. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to mock him. Which will get their attention. And then you are going to smash with your axe. Alright. What about if you go hide behind the supplies to the east? Um, could you mock him from behind there so he doesn't know where you are? And then I can attack them, and then you can try and shoot them with your crossbow from behind? Can I get to the supplies in the east without being seen? If you, if you have stealth, I don't know. Um, if you make a stealth check, I'll allow it. Okay. I will try and make it to this area here. Just just know there's no, like, real um, cover, per se, other than the height of the barrels. So you'd have to, like, get behind them. Okay. I will Which try also would mean that there's no way for you to escape if they confront you. But you'll have Duff in there, so you should be fine. I should be fine. Fine. I have a large dwarf with a big axe who likes to kill things. I mean, what what's the worst wrong? that could happen? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what would Jim do? I would be dead already. That's at this I'm point, <laughs> Jim would be dead, cowering in a corner, pooping himself, while the rest of us took care of everything. So, Don't worry, Jim. We've got this. 
I'm going to stealth over there with a whopping seven. <laughs> You're not going to stealth over there with that. <laughs> so, uh, you step into the cavern. Clearly obvious to the goblins who look in your general direction. Stiffen and grab their swords. Clark is pacing back and forth, not paying attention at all. But there will not be surprise on this day. Roll for initiative. I whisper you, your stealth sucks, friend. (laughs) (laughs) My back. I did mention my back was bothering me. Uh, I I got 19. Uh, 14. A D10. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Keep forgetting. Twelve. All right, they got an eight. So, Finn got a fourteen. Yep. All right, Finn goes first. All right. So, all right. Uh, how far away are the goblins from me? Uh, they're further away than Clark. Oh, so Clark's actually closer to me. Yes. So I'm actually going to um, do vicious mockery on Clark. Okay. Even though he can't see me. And Goblin. And I am going to... Um, I'm just going to yell out in Goblin, Your mother's disappointed in you! <laughs> and they have Wis- to make a wisdom. Okay, hold on. Against a fourteen. Yeah, I was gonna say, what is it? Thank you. Oh, he definitely failed. <laughs> so let's see. One d four psychic damage, and have disadvantage on the next attack roll. Uh, one whole point of damage. Wow. I'm going to stop using that thing for my roll. So, nice. You have failed me for the last time, Dice Tower. <laughs> What's he got? Let's see. Yeah, we'll make him... All right, so it, it feels like a mosquito bite to him, and he slaps his head, trying to get rid of the, the sounds in his head. Okay. Now that you're in the middle of the cavern entrance there, is that what you're doing? Uh, so, yeah, I've entered. Obviously, these guys have seen me. I still have some movement, right? Yes, you do. So I'm going to they, are continue. Not, they are not near you. I'm going to continue over to the area. Okay. I should be able to make it, right? Yes. I'm the barrels. Yes. So I would have, what, three-quarter cover or half cover? Let's say half cover. Okay. And then they haven't seen... Um, Big boy yet, right? No, big boy has not entered the cave yet. 
right. I guess that will end my turn. Okay. <clears throat> now it's Finn's turn. I'm sorry, uh, D- Duffin's turn. Um, you were my movement. All right, you get a plus two bonus to your AC, Finn. I do. No, no, Finn. Finn. Yeah, because he's in half cover. Okay. Where do I see how far I can walk? Oh, right there. 25 feet. Okay. Yeah, I think it's 25 for Thor. You can make it to the goblins or to Clark. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go behind the goblins because they're looking at uh, Finn. So you're going to try and sneak past Clark? Well, he's over to that side, right? So Clark's in front of everyone. The goblins are behind him. Oh, okay. Um, well, yeah, no, then I'll just go straight for Clark. All right. And I will do battle for a humanoid. Uh, and try and strike him down, eventually, <laughs> with my battle axe. Okay. Natural 20. Oh, nice. Wow. <laughs> this is going to be fun. All right, so you get an extra... Uh, what is it, a D6? Or is it an extra attack roll? It's uh, uh, a di- his dice roll times two. So yeah, so two you get to roll... Plus yes. four? So it's your dice roll times two, and then you add your modifier to it. So the plus four is only once. Okay, so I got four, six, so uh, 14 damage. Wow, that's (laughs) impressive. (laughs) So with, go ahead. I was going to say, he had uh, had advantage, but it didn't matter because he rolled a natural 20. Yeah, uh, that is true. Thanks for remembering that after he rolled the 20. You can roll another d20 if you want, see if you get another d20, but... <laughs> no, nah, um, I'll take that. So with a roar, you come running up the the ramp straight for Clark, who turns to you kind of surprised that you're even there, and you slam your battle axe into his chest, cutting through his armor and uh, skin and bones, doing massive damage. Please roll a dexterity check. Dropping him to one knee as he... Drops his morning star and grabs onto your battle axe. Pretty uh, eight. So you rolled a six. Yeah. On a d twenty. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the battle axe is stuck in the chest of this giant humanoid, who is now grabbed onto the shaft of the battle axe with both hands. Okay. With a furious glower, he is not letting go. Can I uh, try and shield bash with my left? Yes. And so what do I do for that? I roll a d20. That's a d20. 
And so because 13? you're not proficient in it, um, you get – let me get to attacks here. I'll count it as an unarmed strike, which is five damage, but you won't get the – if you if you hit, but you won't get the proficiency bonus. So it'll be a just plus four to your 20. So what would you roll? Uh, 13 plus four. four so that would be 17. I think you might have hit. <laughs> Why, yes, yes, you did. 17, you bash him in the face, doing an additional five points of damage. Causing him to lose his grip on the battle axe uh, and dropping his hands. So that brings him down. Oh, man. Okay. Um, he looks dazed and confused, and massive amounts of blood are pouring from his chest at this point in time. While you are preoccupied with the, the giant leader, Clark, the goblins attack. Finn. So they run up to him? Yeah, they run up to Finn and and miss spectacularly. Roll for initiative. Uh, seven. Eight. All right, they rolled a six. So Finn goes first. Okay. So Their swords bounced harmlessly off of the uh, provisions. All right. What to do? I'm going to uh, pull out my crossbow, and I'm going to <laughs> shoot it at Clark. At Clark, okay. Trying to steal my glory. <laughs> you will not have this killed, Wolf. That's <laughs> your crossbow. I'm not worried. 24. Dang it. <laughs> Is that a 19? Yep. Yeah. Or an 18. Wow. Um, so, yes, you hit. So, 1d6 plus 3. I'll give you for stealing my kill. <laughs> Eight. The crossbow embeds itself into the side of Clark's head. Spinning him around, make a dexterity check, Duffin. As he falls... Eleven? Eleven, is that what you said? Yes. Yeah, spinning him around until he falls down onto his side, taking the battle axe with him you let go of the grip of the battle axe just in time to not fall over as the giant humanoid expires in front of you i believe he Son of a- Duffin. <laughs> <laughs> the two goblins drop to their knees and beg for their life Please, please do not hurt us. You defeated the mighty Clark. 
the wolf whimpers and takes off out of the uh, entrance, gone like the wind. All right, well, whose go is it? I think uh, you... I still have to go? Uh, it was the goblins' turns, but they gave up. They asked uh, for you not to kill them. Okay. So I guess it's the Duffin's so turn. So now it's now it's uh, it's Duffin's turn. Duffin, do you want to take the battle axe out of the dead? Yes. Monster. Thinking about killing Finn with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, make Dylan, a strength check, please. The dwarves kill, Not will aesthetic. you? <laughs> uh, seventeen. At a six, seventeen. Okay. You rip the battle axe out of his chest, blood spurting everywhere, splattering on the ground. Looking rather angry for some reason. That your battle axe was not the killing blow. Oh, you owe me, Finn. You could at least take his head. Uh. What should we do with these two? Flip a coin. Mercy or death? (laughs) Wow. If we leave them, they'll just join... I can't remember his name. Yimik! Yimik! Yimik. If we leave that, let them live, they will just join up with Yimik or some other goblin tribe and cause trouble in the future. Okay, before you kill them, uh, I want to ask them about Yimik. I'll let you ask them. <laughs> but make it quick. <laughs> what do you want to ask him? Uh, why Yimmick wanted to become leader. Or how they feel about him. Clark. Clark bullied us and kicked us around. Yimmick will show us the true path. And not that of the black spider. So, so Yimmick, Yimmick uh, does not want to follow the black spider. No, he follows and answers to King Grawl, chief of the Kragmaw tribe. Who dwells in Kragmaw Castle. Uh, any other questions? So, so we were sent here by Yimmick to uh, take out Clog, um, and return his head for for uh, our friend's body. Uh, what guarantee do we have that you will not attack us? From us, we have surrendered. Or do you mean from Yimmick? From Yimmick. Yimmick will take. Yimmick will take the rest of the tribe and regroup. We will become stronger at Kragmaw Castle. So, like I said, we should kill them. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't uh, King Grawl working with the Black Spider? Hmm. 
King Grawl answers to himself. Hmm. If now, we now, let so, you live. I know that you want to kill them, but. Clark, Clark received a message from King Grawl a few days ago. He told him that someone named Black Spider was paying the Kragmaws to watch out for a filthy dwarf. They spit in your direction, Duffin. <laughs> Capture him and send anything he was carrying back to King Grawl. Clark follows orders. That dwarf so, was ambushed and taken along with his map. Where did they take him? Delivered to King Grawl as instructed. However, we kept his bodyguard who was of no use to him. So that must be Sildar. So they have Gundren, Kragmaw Castle, Sildar's naked in the other room, waiting for us to bring Clog's head back. <clears throat> if we spare them, maybe they could become allies against the Black Spider. Hmm. Goblin allies? It's doubtful. Turn on you the first chance they get. Maybe we can swear them to an oath. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but they won't attack us. Uh, Finn, go ahead and make an insight check. <laughs> Ten. Ten? So it was, was going to be an 18, but, you know. <laughs> Ten? Yeah. yeah. All right. So with your 10... Um, you can ascertain that there's a number of paths here that you could go with these goblins. Goblins not following Black Spider are therefore enemies of Black Spider, but they're also enemies of you. So that could destabilize the region. However, as Duffin says, dead goblins are better than live goblins. But it really depends if you want to treat this as wholesale murder after they've surrendered or mercy for saving the potential future others that might be ambushed by a raid from them. Thus is the glory of war. I say we let them live, but we'll strip them, take everything from them, and tie them to a stalagmite. If they get out on their own, you know... They get out. If they don't, then they weren't much worth much anyways. How's that for a compromise? We will tie them up. And goblins know this. If you cross our paths and you have ill intentions, my lodge friend here will not hesitate to remove your head from your body. Go ahead and make a strength and check. Me, I use the word friend very loosely. <laughs> Who's doing the strength check? Oh, that would be Duffin. Natural 20. 
At this point, Finn points to you, Duffin, and at Clark's dead body. Would you care to behead Clark at this point? Yes. With a swift motion of your axe, you separate Clark's head from his body, sparking the ground with your axe in the process. It's quite dramatic effect. Dwarves are known for their dramatic effect. <laughs> the the goblins have very clearly soiled themselves and are now groveling at the feet of Finn. Finn, since you stole my kill, you can tie them up to the stalagmite. Yeah. But they've soiled themselves. Yeah, that's what you get. Stealing my kill. Fine. I will tie them up to the stalagmites. While you're okay. doing that, I'll search for anything good. <laughs> All right, so I will uh, re- take their weapons from them and tie them up to a stalagmite. Okay. Duffin is searching the provisions. And All right, go ahead and make an investigation check, please. It's a d20. A nine plus... Four. Unless it went out. Yeah. Okay. So you're good. Um, so there's piles and sacks of crates around. Um, hidden among the supplies, however, is an unlocked treasure chest, clearly yeah. belonging to Clark. And we're talking. In addition to the stolen pre- provisions, the treasure chest contains. 600 copper pieces, 110 silver pieces, two uh, flasks containing a red viscous liquid, and a jade statuette of a frog with tiny golden orbs for eyes. Uh, Go ahead and make an insight check. That's a D20. Yeah, so I got 10. Okay. It appears... um, Would you roll an 8? Yeah. Okay. It appears to be worth some value around 40 gold pieces. Sweet. The statuette. Do you find anything in your search, Duffin? Hmm. (laughs) Yes. I found some treasure. I've begun to like you, so I think I will split it with you 60-40. 60 I do believe I have the, the larger number of kills in this. Uh... I call horse cocky poop. <laughs> <laughs> you stole the kill from me. I did the most damage. But I guess we can go 50-50. Was worth a shot. <laughs> okay, so three hundred copper, fifty-five silver. Where do I add? Are right, you guys ready? I'm ready. Just yep. carrying the head. I am. All right. So you make your way back through the tunnels. 
down to the goblin den. Yemek is pacing back and forth again in the upper escarpment rather impatiently. And each time that he passes by the humanoid that you now know is Sildar, he kicks the body. Upon recognizing you enter the cave, his face brightens, if a goblin's face could actually brighten, and he comes down from the escarpment. You have brought me what I have asked. Yes. I'm, I am a bard of my word. He looks at you quizzically. I don't know what that means. I've oh, known many bards. And they don't <laughs> clearly have any honor. <laughs> I agree I with miss. you, but <laughs> here is the head of your former boss. Now, hand over the human like we agree. I've given it much thought, and I think you should pay me for this man. You do know we just killed your boss. And I will say it was very easy to do. Do you wish to be next? Yemek looks over at the two of you and at Clark's head and says 50 gold pieces and he is yours. He's still tied up? Uh, yeah. Alright. So, I'm going to just whisper to Duffin. Duffin, I'm a man of my word. Clearly this asshole is not. <laughs> I say we just kill him and be done with it. I agree. Remember what I whispered to you before. <laughs> in the pants! <laughs> I'm gonna hit him in the pants. So how far away is he? Oh, he's right up in your face. Oh, right in our faces. <laughs> Duffin, do you mind? Do we need to roll for initiative or whatever to go for uh, No, or? go ahead and make the attack. Natural 20. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to make sure you can... Can you see that? You see yeah, it? yeah. Yeah, that was very nice. <laughs> Oh, my God. So are you, like, punching him with your hand, or are you going to use your bloodied no, battle axe? I'm going to use my battle axe to punch him in the okay. with the battle axe. No. <laughs> okay, so you're going to do, a, uh, like, an uppercut with the battle axe. Got it. So two D8s, right? Yeah. And plus four to the total. Seven. Seven. So 18. 14. Oh, 18. <laughs> <laughs> So you swing, you drag the battle axe behind you along the ground as it sparks and swing it up and over between his legs, slamming it into his groin area, disemboweling him in the same stroke and chucking the axe over uh, your head, flinging goblin blood everywhere. Yemik looks down at his entrails in shock, drops to his knees, and falls face down, dead. <laughs> There's your 50 gold, Yemik. 
Well done. Never go back on your word with me. <sighs> like it. So I guess we should go uh, search Yemek to see if he's got anything on him first. Uh, yeah, 25 experience points for the both of you. Woohoo! Obviously, Yimmick was a pansy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I mean, he had nothing on <laughs> on Clark. All right, you search the area. I'm going to go and tie uh, Sildar. Okay. Uh, Sildar is an older gentleman of 50 years who holds a place of honor in the famous Griffin Calvary in the great city of Waterdeep. He is an agent to the Lord's Alliance, and he is indebted into you rescuing him. Once he awakens from his forceful slumber, he lets you know that the three Rockseeker brothers, Gundren, Thardin, and Nundro recently located an entrance to the long-lost Wave Echo Cave, the site of the mines of the Fandelver's Pact. Clark, which he, as he explains to you, you already realize you know this from the goblins, uh, led the goblin band, had orders to waylay Gundren. Sildar heard from the goblins that the Black Spider sent the word that the dwarf was to be brought to them. To him, rather. Sildar, unfortunately, does not know who or what the Black Spider is. Gundren had a map showing the secret location of the Wave Echo Cave, but unfortunately the goblins took it when they captured him. I believe Clark sent the map and the dwarf to the chief of the Kragmaws at a place called Kragmaw Castle. I don't know where that might be, but someone in Fandolin might know. My contact in Fandolin is a human wizard named Iarno Albrecht. The wizard traveled to the town two months ago to establish order there. After the Lord's Alliance received no word, I decided to investigate. I intend to continue on to Fandolin since it's the nearest settlement. I am offering to pay you 50 gold pieces to provide me escort, since you both seem quite capable of defending me. I don't know about Finn, but I'm obviously quite capable. <laughs> <laughs> who, who made the killing blow on Clark there? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> you think I'll never forget about that? Trust me, I won't. While I have no money on me, I give you my word I will pay you as soon as we get to Fandolin. Within a day after arriving. And I do hope you'll put a stop to the goblin raids by clearing out the caves and Kragmaw Castle. You see what happens to those who break the word with me. You don't wish to end up like your captor here. Better hold true to your word. Wow. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Sildar turns to Finn and says, this guy for real? 
<laughs> oh, very much so. I, I, and, and, and to be honest, I do agree with him. Uh, we are men of our words, and if you cross us, obviously you will take an axe to the crotch. So uh, hopefully <laughs> you are more respectable than this man. I am a member of the Lord's Alliance. My word is my bond. Well, then, let, let's get you unnaked in some clothes, and, and uh, we, can, we can be on to Fandolin. At the top of the escarpment there is a chest filled with Sildar's um, clothes. Who is searching uh, Yemek? Uh, I will. Okay. Go ahead and make a, an investigation check. <laughs> I rolled a one. <laughs> nice. Wow. Um, with my horse, it's five. <laughs> yeah. So that's a one. You somehow don't find anything on Yemix's body, but your hands are now covered in blood. Well done. Anyone else want to search Yemix's body? Anyone? I believe I'll do it once over. Uh, okay. Make an investigation check, please. As he walks by, I wipe my hands on his outfit. <laughs> wow. That's for kicking my kill. Uh, ten. Okay. Uh, hidden among his person is a pouch containing three gold teeth worth about one gold piece each and 15 silver pieces. Unfortunately, in the chest was only Sildar's clothes and none of his gear. Not his armor or his sword or anything of that nature. Uh, three gold teeth and uh, how much silver? Fifteen. One five. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't know how you missed this, but uh, three gold teeth and fifteen silver pieces. Uh, maybe you got blood in your eye when you killed him. I, I don't know, but... Um, I knew it was there. I just wanted to see if you could find it. <laughs> I see. Uh, would, would you would you like a gold tooth? <clears throat> Only one. Well, I, I'll, I'll give you two, since you did make the killing blow. I'll take it. So one one gold tooth worth of one gold, and uh, seven point five silver. Uh, I'll, I'll let you have the silver. All of it, fifteen. Maybe you can buy yourself some manners. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you can buy yourself a new friend. <laughs> Teach me better. All right. Just uh, uh, before we go, uh, Silva, have you seen anyone else? Uh, another human, perhaps? Sildar thinks for a moment and says, I have not. Are you missing anyone? Uh, we, we came here with a compatriot of ours, uh, and he appears to be missing. <clears throat> it's possible that they took him elsewhere, perhaps to the castle with Gundren. Well, I hope they're torturing him good if he... 
Of that, I have no doubt, my dwarven companion. Surely, Duffin, one day you will get over your dislike for Jim. <clears throat> Doubtful. Today is not that day. Today is definitely. <laughs> All right. So, what say you? Do we camp here for the evening, <clears throat> and possibly risk me hurting my back again, or or should we we go ahead and travel on? <laughs> I think we'll rest here and your sissy back and grow stronger by sleeping on the floor. <laughs> or how far away was the town? Do you remember? I've slept since then, so I don't remember. Well, I have no, no, no idea how far we are from our town. Then we should probably rest up here and leave in the morning. All right. Um, before we rest, I want to do uh, identify I, objects on the flask. You guys are um, definitely pretty far from Phantolin. You had just turned onto the um, Tribor Trail um, when you were ambushed, so you still have a couple days journey. So whether you sleep here or sleep on the trail or in the woods, that's up to you. Probably just sleep in the caves since it already has a fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just smells like goblin and dead goblin and blood and stuff, but yeah. yeah. I'd uh, rather the smell of my dead enemies. <laughs> smells better than duffin, so I guess uh, <laughs> you want to stay here. Uh, I, I would like You're to. You're going to end up with Pink Guy. Flask. You just wait. <laughs> okay, so you're casting Identify on the, the red flasks? Yeah. Okay, with a wave of your hands, uh, a, a light blue light envelops the, the flasks, and immediately to your mind comes what they are potions of healing. Excellent. Uh, just. Regular potions of healing? Yeah, the garden variety. Why do they only give me greater, superior, or supreme as an option? I just, so I remove the custom item, right? Put in a... God, it's a thing yeah, it's 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 they only give you greater, superior, or supreme. Yeah, it yeah. just says greater. Wow. Okay. I mean, I guess we can work with that. We can do it as a custom item. It's weird that they don't have regular. Um, for an, I'll allow it for now. Allow what? The greater healing. All right. Excellent. So just add a potion of greater healing. Yeah, that's 4d4 plus 4. All right. So we'll make camp do a long rest or a short rest? I'd say for now. Rest, right? Yeah, I'd say for now let's do a long rest and then call it a night. 